Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My, tonight's topic is the HK Holiday Show. And actually, I have a panel of experts with me to, tonight to talk about the HK Holiday Show. So we're going to welcome the panel of experts and have you guys introduce yourselves. Pa panel, welcome. How are we? Great. How are you today? There we go. Hi, guys. How are we? Good. Great. Very good. Good. So... We're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna start start around the room. Tell us who you are and what role you play with producing the holiday show. All right, I'll start first. I'm Mrs. Topa Finberg. I am the teacher, but also the acting executive producer of the HKTV Holiday Show. Okay. I'm Patrick Boots, and I'm the student producer of the HKTV Holiday Show this year, and I'm a senior. Uh, I'm Charlie Martino. I'm a senior, and I'll be a director of the Holiday Show this year. Okay. And so tell us a little bit about the Holiday Show and how the, how the Holiday Show got started. Patrick, do you want to take this one? Sure. Well, the HKTV Holiday Show is a 31-year-old tradition that spans the nine towns of the Shoreline community. Okay. Um, 31 years ago, um, a medical technician named Jose Aguilar was uh, injured in a, in a crash, uh, and uh, Mrs. Edna Johnson and Mrs. Connie Babasi of HK High School decided to put on the very first holiday show, and 31 years later, we are um, continuing the tradition, even different it may be, and it's grown and grown over the years, but we're making it our own, and this year, we've selected the Nathaniel B. Field Memorial Foundation as the beneficiary. Okay. And what is the what is the Field Memorial Foundation about? Well, they deal with suicide prevention and mental health awareness uh, through education and hope and support. And um, they've been going at that for five years uh, because the founders, Marie and Howie, um, they tragically lost their son, Nathaniel, to suicide in 2015. Um, they started this foundation and... Uh, under rigorous uh, situations this year, especially we've selected them for the holiday show um, and for, we're producing videos and interviews with them. Um, but they, they do a, a wide variety of events in the holiday show, uh, something ultra local because they're based out of Haddam uh, themselves. Okay. And Charles, Charles, what do you, what role do you play in the holiday show? Um, I'll be one of the student directors, so I'll be directing the first hour of the show, I think. And okay. that means uh, I'll be in the studio and kind of calling the shots with which cameras are showing and the audio and who's on the show when. Nice. And Mrs. Ms. Tilda Feinberg, I'm sure that, especially this year, the holiday show has gotten a little bit more automated because they're not allowing people in the building. Is that correct? That is correct. So we have been doing a lot of pre-prod um, as a backup, just in case. Um, sorry, that's my daughter, Kathy. Um, <laughs> just in case we end up going full remote. So we are prepared um, in case uh, <laughs> we aren't able to go live completely for the three hours. Nice, nice. And as far as what's going on with i'm sure first year ever in the 31 year tradition that the holiday show is going virtual because of 
what's going on with the COVID. Well, in, in the years past, we have uh, pre-produced video content and uh, done live host pieces. And we think this year will be maybe a little bit more on the pre-produced side, but there will definitely be live aspects of the holiday show. Will that be through just videos, uh, remote calls, or or the like? But uh, we're hoping with the weather permitting and our school administration allowing that mm -hmm. we can have uh, at least our student participants mm -hmm. uh, in the school building allowed and with the safety precautions due to the current situation, the holiday show can continue more or less how it has in the past. Exactly, exactly. So as far as the holiday show goes, I, I under from what I understand, that the Field Memorial Foundation was on with Pete Mazzetti not long ago. I remember the, the treasurer of the foundation, Howie Field, who was also one of the original founders, was one of your guests. That's right. Uh, couple shows ago and he talked a little bit more about how their specific foundation got started mm -hmm. and and I've uh, I've met the fields and and I think that their foundation is something uh, extremely great and especially this year with uh, due to the current situation mental health is very very important it is it is now Miss Topa Feinberg you are this is what your second year involved with the holiday show I believe it is. It's my second year, and um, I would say this year is probably a little more challenging than last year, um, believe it or not. But uh, it's going to be great. I hope everybody tunes in to the holiday show. Um, we have a lot of great performances, and um, we're just looking for to send out our information about um, donating to a great cause. Absolutely. Now, when you guys every year, when you guys do the holiday show, how do you come up with the cause every year? And obviously it's a different cause every year. Well, every year um, students uh, approach local businesses and communities and the um, they introduce those nonprofit organizations to the shoreline and students um, over a panel of discussion. So. The students select which organization is going to be selected mm -hmm. through a vote and um, whoever receives the most votes. Uh, and we are, there's a questionnaire that goes in between that to, to help the students consider that. That's who we select for the holiday telethon. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. So it's like a, so it's a, it's a, it's a rigorous process, mm -hmm. you might say. Now, as far as the planning of the show goes, how far in advance do you guys start planning the show? Ooh, we started very early this year just because we have some students who are full-time remote. We have, well, the majority are hybrids, so they're physically in class and then they're at home. So we started, I want to say, probably early October. Okay. And the planning extends every day at school. Um, even not not just in television production class, um, the planning is very very rigorous, especially for our student video producers, who, some, who nowadays have to go out in the field to produce their videos, and um, will try and get their videos done with a timely schedule. Of course, with other school events happening, but uh, every year the video production schedule during the month of December does get a little hectic, and uh, we try and manage it as best we can. Absolutely, absolutely. Charles, now we. 
let's let's talk about exactly what aspect of planning of the show that you have and the in basically the as far as the responsibility the responsibility that you have it seems to me like it's a pretty big pretty big deal so uh prior to the show actually happening most of the heavy lifting is done by the producers like patrick and miss topa finberg but um i produced a segment that'll be shown in the show i actually finished it up last week a lot of the students will turn in um projects either about the beneficiary or just holiday themed videos and then those videos will be shown during the show on the day of the show i uh for the first hour so it runs about three hours for the first hour i will be uh in the studio just um you know planning the order and making sure everything runs smoothly absolutely now miss topa finberg tell me tell me about how do you guys choose the student host and mcs for the show um, so normally we have an audition for the hosts. Uh, the majority of hosts um, did it last year, and they're all seniors now. Okay. Um, so they have the job. Um, they're just pros at it, and with COVID, it just worked out this way. Um, what else? Um, and for the crew positions, we pretty much ask the students, um, what job are they interested in working and also the experience that they've been um, that they've been exercised through our morning news and then we narrow it down to filling in each hour and we try to give a variety of roles so everybody is part of the big show okay that's right you guys you get now you guys do a when you guys are in school you guys do a morning news segment. Do you guys still do that even though you guys are learning remotely? We certainly do produce our HKTV news segments every uh, every advisory period now. It used to be every homeroom period, but because okay. of the school schedule changed to the hybrid model, that's been shifted, but we still have been able to complete it. Uh, and not, not much is different. We have students that produce segments remotely from home using a new piece of software that the school has bought. Uh, so it's just technology has adapted with the course and we still definitely will try and produce the morning news for as long as we can and make it relevant and interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you guys have a favorite memory of the holiday show in years past? I'll go first since this is, uh, my second year, I'll talk about last year. I would say my favorite moment would be just watching how students come together and they create this amazing um, show. It's student run, they're all working together and just to see them from start to finish, that for me is amazing. Charles, how about you? Yeah, I would say uh, my favorite part was just kind of being in the moment and working with all my friends that I, you know, it's a big, um, it's a lot of planning that goes into it prior to the show. So seeing it all come together and just kind of being there with everybody, that was a lot of fun. And then of course, you know, you raise the money for the beneficiary and that feels good too. Absolutely. It's just good to be part of it. 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And Patrick, how about yourself? One of my favorite memories is uh, as a student video producer within the last uh, four years, producing videos that you definitely end up being shown to the to a large audience and um, rallying those donations for it all is always a good cause. Uh, and throughout the years, we selected a very nice beneficiaries, and they've all been local. Um, but producing those videos and going through the process and seeing how every little piece can help and how it goes together. Absolutely. And Mr. Topa Feinberg, I have to let you know that the answer that you gave me, I thought the answer would have been from you. Your favorite part of the holiday show last year was being on with Pete Mazzetti for the first time. Oh, that that's you. Don't. That's, that's up there. Sure. <laughs> Patrick, back me up here. Well, every year the Pete Mazzetti show uh, does invite the the beneficiary of the holiday show. And um, well, in years past, we have had our former communications teacher, Mr. Lewis, That's right. on the show as well. That's right. And uh, as a pa sort of passed the torch to Miss Topa Finberg here. Mm -hmm. and we were glad that you continued that tradition. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of people in the past with, that were involved with the holiday show, we actually have to mention Chris Morgan, who's the public access coordinator with Valley Shore Community TV, who's actually produced who's actually directing tonight's show. Yeah, he's done lots of uh, helpful work for our holiday show, especially in, in recent years. Uh, due to the current situation, he's been more of a front on the sidelines, but we certainly cannot forget <laughs> what he has done and what he's currently doing, uh, especially on the technical end, because he's sort of the glue that sticks us together at the holiday show. Absolutely, absolutely. And what about how is the... How are, we, are they going to how are they going to figure out if the show goes live, if it goes pre-recorded the day of the show? How are they going to figure out details of what exactly happens the day of the show? Because I know the show is usually done live in the live in the morning and then it's rerun throughout the mm -hmm. throughout various times. We're going to wake up that morning and as long as we are not full remote, we'll be there. We'll be running the show. Now, how now? How do you guys, how with with what's going on with the COVID, are you guys still accepting donations and prizes? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. Uh, for the holiday show, we are accepting donations uh, online right now at holidayshow.rsd17.org. If you'd like okay. to donate online, and if you want to donate over the phone during the actual broadcast, you can call the uh, broadcast uh, line at eight six zero. Five five four five four nine zero, and there will be live operators to take your call. And you can also call into that telephone number during the encore presentations uh, until January first. So there's lots of opportunities to donate. And if you do donate twenty five dollars or more, you'll get entered into the fishbowl raffle, where local businesses have donated great gifts that you have the chance to win. And if you donate two hundred dollars or more this year, you'll get entered into the the fish tank raffle where you can win a 21 inch Namco pool with installation included. And we think that's a, a great large gift this year, sort of get people excited. But if uh, people would like to donate, they can go uh, with those two routes and we would certainly appreciate a donation of any size. Absolutely. Absolutely. And obviously the show is going to be, when the show is done live, it's going to, it's going to repeat itself to until when. That's right. So uh, the show will air live on December 23rd yeah. um, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, and any, every day after that until January 1st until um, at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. 
uh, on Comcast Channel 18 on the shoreline and Frontier Channel 6090 all around the state. Oh, cool! Wow, you guys, you guys have you guys have been a very busy, busy, busy place getting ready for the holiday show. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. I was gonna say I'm sure it, you guys have been busy, but I'm sure it's a lot of fun as well. Yeah. All the students have been busy, and we've been working with our teachers, Ms. Topa Finberg, and uh, like we had just mentioned, the programming of all those encore presentations has been handled by our excellent media technician, Mr. Jim Kane, and he's been a lot of the glue that held us together this year because trying to figure out how to do a live television production, which in the past has uh, involved many different people, very remote, mm -hmm. and uh, pre-produced has been, uh, would, would have been impossible without Mr. Kane's help this year. Absolutely, absolutely. And as far as the high school goes with what's going on with the COVID, how are things going? I think uh, Charlie could better answer that from the position of a student, but it's been okay with the hybrid model. Yeah, it's, um, we go, the schedule is uh, half the school goes Monday, Tuesday, the other half goes Thursday and Friday. Okay. And then each week, the Wednesday switches who gets to go in and who has to stay home. When we're at home, we do uh, video calls basically with the teacher for the, it, it's live, it's real time classes. Most classes we have to stay the whole period. Some classes we get assigned work and then we go work on it on our own. But it's it's an adjustment, but it hasn't been bad. No? <laughs> I'm and what about you, Patrick? You're, you're getting ready to for senior year, how are, how, are, how are things going with the studies? Well, especially in those vocational classes, they've uh, sort of opened it up and everything is done through the Google Classroom platform, which yep. means that uh, we can do work electronically. Um, lucky enough, the school has provided children with uh, laptops and, and Chromebook devices, and that's how they get the, the work done. And it's uh, one big place where you could upload and uh, share files between students. and. We're actually participating in debates and presentations remotely, and we're, it's, it's a, a brand new challenge, but in some ways it does offer up some new new spices for the school uh, school day. In some classes, it's uh, pretty much the same. Uh, those uh, vocational classes, those shop classes, they're, they're hands-on, but they're making it work over remotely. There's uh, newer platforms where kids can study worksheets and stuff online and it's all very different but teachers are working toward it the best they can absolutely and miss toba feinberg how are how's teaching going during the COVID? uh it's keeping me very busy um, because i have to make sure that i have the same lesson plan both for students at home and students um in the classroom so it, it seems to be a little more busier than usual so it's keeping me on my toes Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm assuming you guys are going to be glad when everybody's back in the building and there's going to be no no more hybrid learning. Yeah, well, it will certainly be a change. And um, some aspects of that will always be present in the school. They'll, they'll adapt to how they need to. And maybe not this year or next year, but sometime it'll be it'll be back to how we would consider it used to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as far let's get let's get back to the let's get back to the holiday show and how things how people can watch and donate to the holiday show again again as well. 
Well, if you would like to watch the holiday show, you can do so on Comcast Channel 18 on the Shoreline and Frontier Channel 6090 all across the state. Um, or you can go to holidayshow.rsd17.org, and there'll be a big uh, HKTV live link right there where you can watch the show anywhere in the world. And if you want to donate to the holiday show on the day of the broadcast, you can call 860-554-5490, and live operators will take your phone calls then. Or you can donate via PayPal at that uh, webpage link, which is holidayshow.rsd17.org. And as far as the on the website, what types of information can people find? You can find information about this year's beneficiary, the Nathaniel B. Field Memorial Foundation, yeah. a little bit about the history of the holiday show, and uh, how to donate through numerous means. You can donate through cash, check, uh, via PayPal, which accepts a wide variety of payment options, like we just mentioned, uh, and also um, more information about the fish bowl and fish tank raffles this year. Now, what, what, are some, what are some of the most popular fishbowl raffle prizes you guys have had over the years? Um, I wasn't uh, too involved with the fishbowl last year. I think Charlie was more, but every year we do have great uh, prizes from local businesses. I remember car wash discounts, uh, other gift certificates to local restaurants, seafood, all that sort of thing. Uh, lots of local businesses have donated. Mm -hmm. And obviously, it's not, it's not too, it's for the fishbowl raffle, it's not too late to donate. Yep, so if you donate now until the day of the show, $25 or more, you'll get entered into that raffle. And then, how do, you, how, do you guys, how do you guys, once, once you draw the raffle, obviously you're going to mail the prizes because you're not, you guys aren't allowed to be in contact with the people, correct? Ooh, um... That sort of logistical information will be determined over our uh, winter break. Uh, due to the current situation, we're going to try right. and make everything as safe as we can. Exactly. Yes. I was going to say, Ms. Topa Feinberg, you had something you wanted to add? Oh, no. I was just going to say that's the one um, detail we haven't figured out yet. Uh, okay. We have um, the participants pick up their prizes at the school. So as of right now, we'll have to just confirm where the best place to have pickup is. Absolutely, absolutely. It sounds like you guys are doing a lot of, lot of good work and a lot, it's, I'm sure it's a lot of fun. I've actually seen the show and it's a, seems like it's a lot of work, but it also could be a lot of fun as well. Yes, we have a good time. Exactly, especially especially right now with during the pandemic. I guess it's all about having a good time. Yeah, we've got a little bit more. Speaking of time, we've got a little bit more time left. So, what else do we want to mention really quick? I would I would say we're just very excited about um, the, fish, the second fish pool this year for the Namco um, twenty one foot uh, above ground pool, uh, free installation, and a starter kit. Um, the minimum is $200 to enter that fishbowl, and you also are entered into the uh, regular fishbowl. So that's exciting um, news for us this year. And Patrick and Charles, what's exciting about you with you guys about the holiday show coming up? I'm just excited to uh, to be part of it again, see it all happen again, raise money. This is 
my senior year, so it'll be my last year involved with the holiday show, unless I, you know, come back next year or following years to help out. But, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be there. All right. Patrick, Charles, and Kasia Topa Feinberg, we're about to run out of time, so hopefully we'll see you guys again soon, and thanks for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. On behalf of the panel of experts, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night. See you next time.